Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. The FT. Dr. Emanuel, there's been an awful lot of debate, advocacy at the conference here in Vienna, uh, criticizing the U.S. and saying the Obama administration is pulling back on its promises and winding down on the U.S. support for HIV internationally. Is that justified? Uh, we can have disagreements about policy and disagreements about priorities, but we can't have disagreements about facts, and that's simply not true. First of all, as a U.N. AIDS uh, Kaiser Family Foundation report just released yesterday showed, 58% of all disbursements in 2009 came from the United States uh, related to HIV. Second, unlike many other countries between 2008 and 2009, we've actually increased our funding for HIV-AIDS over 10%. Uh, there is no rollback. There is no decrease in funding. There's no decrease of commitment. Uh, and the last thing I would say is the budget has continued. The t 2011 budget that the president put in uh, actually had an increase uh, for HIV-AIDS as well as an increase for global health. In this environment, with the economic downturn, it would have been tremendously easy just to cut back. But we didn't. The president is strongly committed to the area of global health and HIV in particular. And President Obama's Global Health Initiative obviously is talking about broadening support to maternal and child health and a number of other areas. The concern, again, seems to be that that risks diluting real focused attention on HIV. Well, one of the things we know is that there are spillover effects of improving health in all sorts of areas. At this conference, uh, some data has been shown that uh, improving HIV care and treatment has spillover effects in terms of improving under two uh, mortality. Similarly, caring for people in other areas are probably going to improve the lives and care of HIV patients. We know that many of them die of TB. Improving the care there is going to have a big impact. Many of them have uh, parasites and worms, improving the care and neglected tropical diseases likely to make the lives of HIV patients better. So it's not a trade-off. This is a place where integration is probably going to be much more productive, much more efficient in terms of delivering care than just having these separate silos and not working together. And how many more efficiency gains can be made both in HIV and these broader health programs to actually save more lives? I don't think anyone fully knows, but we do know that there are huge variations in costs, four, five, tenfold difference for the same programs, whether it's testing or treating. And we need to figure out what works and what doesn't. Just to give you uh, one example, do we need to, con or two examples, do we need to continue with T-cell testing? Uh, is that something we can get rid of uh, and still be uh, care for people properly and safely? Can we stretch out the monitoring once people are on antiretroviral treatment from every three months to maybe four months or six months? That would have a huge effect in terms of reducing the burden on the healthcare workers as well as reducing the kind of supplies and tests you're performing. We need to examine all of that. We should not look at this as a closed system that we cannot uh, make better uh, as if dollars going in yields uh, uh, people on ARVs and somehow we can't be efficient. The drive for efficiency is not just a sort of narrow-minded economic drive. It's a moral drive. Every dollar we waste means someone is not getting care, someone is not being saved, lives are 
being sacrificed. And so we have a moral obligation to do better. And I would actually say to the AIDS community, they need to direct a lot of their creativity, their innovation, their passion to figuring out what works, to figuring out efficiencies, because that is how we're going to make the biggest gains in terms of putting people on treatment over the foreseeable future. And despite the momentum and the huge amount the U.S. has done historically in the last few years, particularly in Africa, you are anecdotally hearing a lot of stories now about stockouts driven by the financial crisis, both domestic uh, government budgets under pressure and international donors, including the U.S. warning that maybe they won't be able to put new patients onto treatment uh, beyond those that their existing commitments well, allow. Every death that's preventable is a tragedy. Uh, I know that it's we're not having stockouts because of the United States' lack of commitment and lack of funding. Uh, as the data I cited shows, we are increasing our commitment, we're maintaining it, and growing it. Uh, and so it's not because we are somehow shrinking back from our obligation and from our commitment to uh, global health and to HIV in particular. And finally, in view of that increase in the U.S. funding, albeit relatively modest compared to the past, what's your message to other richer countries that do seem to be scaling back support quite significantly? Well, we can't tell them what their priorities are in the current time or at any time, but we certainly think this is a major area that we need to focus on because global health affects everyone. It's a moral obligation. It's also good for economic development, and it's very good for national security. Finally, we have to care for these people. Young children who are born into the world didn't ask to be born into it. They need opportunities too. They need to have a bright future. Otherwise, we have a very unstable uh, situation, and it's just not fair to them. Zeke Emanuel, thanks very much. Thank you. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com.